Welcome to our podcast, Hyperfocus Positive Minds, a podcast made by Laura Jessica Walker and Ilias Michael, mother and son, talking all things mental health, positive mindset, and self development. Hello there, and welcome. Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Hyperfocus Positive Minds, where we talk about hyper-focusing and positive minds. <laughs> well-being. Be- being well. Get be- Being well. Mental health and being healthy mentally and uh, having good health mentally. I think, you know, what's really interesting is we've both been on a bit of a journey. Do you like the term journey? Some people hate that. Oh, journey. I don't really have an opinion. Some, somebody once said to me... Um, when I was working in dementia, and this there's a man with dementia, and he said to me, he hate he hates the word journey. He did swear. I won't swear, but he said, um, I can swear, can't I? Because it's a podcast. He said, <laughs> he said, this isn't a journey. I'm not on a fucking bus. <laughs> I quite liked when people talked about the dementia journey. But anyway, maybe this is different when we talk about. I don't know. Is it different? Uh, um. Uh, it- I've had a crappy time lately. Oh, really? Yeah. I might have taken your good energy. No, that's impossible. That's not but you've had a crappy, you had a crappy yeah, time. Yeah, I did too. have a very bad time. And now both of us are not in a crappy time, hence why we are doing... Good. You're getting a lot of notifications. It's quite distracting. Sorry. That's all right. Everything's distracting. Um, so, I want to talk about, I mean, I'll talk a little bit about what I've been through but I'm really into more interested of course about what you've been through because you have started to embed some really interesting practices into your life um, and are really seeing a difference and I think people are really going to want to know what what can you be more Ilias? well oh man I don't know where to start so I've been there's one youtuber in particular mm-hmm. I've been watching recently and everything he said and like all of his meditations and stuff has just been fascinating like i'm just locked in and he doesn't have any like crazy edits to make it funny or like entertaining uh, or whatever it's just like straight facts and i'm like okay right and this is knowledge i hey, need to know oh so we're looking here at a hyper focus right so you're hyper focusing on this right now i think so actually okay but it's a very good thing to hyper focus on if you're gonna have a hyper focus might as well make it about improving yourself amazing so tell us what you what you've been up to, what you're doing. Well, I've been learning about chakras. Oh, that was a voice break and a half. Yeah. Um, uh, started with a... Went to see Leon. Yeah. Shout out Leon. Absolute wonderful guy. Um, went to his house, yeah. And he ran me through. He was like, right, I'm going to... He just ran me through like a chakra meditation where he, he, like, you visualise a colour each chakra if you don't know what a chakra is it's kind of like the energy centers of the human body you've got the root chakra which is like your connection to the earth is it yeah and then you've got the, oh, mate i'm still learning them so it's a bit tricky but i know that you've got a crown chakra which is your connection to everything else that's the other end that's the other end of all of them yeah. and you've got the third eye which is this which is kind of like your inward perception mm-hmm um the throat chakra which uh, resembles your like communication and expression 
than heart chakra, which is like love and love. Well, yeah, I'm still learning. And then your solar plexus. Solar plexus, which is for like um, emotion. Mm-hmm. Nah, is it? Yeah, and I then don't know. and then what's this one? That's your um. <laughs> Oh well. Um, you can write in. <laughs> I'll remember in a minute, and I'll tell you. But yeah, basically, you got seven chakras. So tell me what you're doing with your chakras. What well, you what can. You, what are you getting on with? Well, each of them have a different color. So there's like red, orange, yellow, green, blue. Then there's like a indigo. Sacral, sacral chakra. Sorry. Sacral, yeah, it is. And then there's like the yeah, there's colors representing them. Or connected to them. And what Leon did specifically was he asked me to imagine a colour or the colour of the chakra, take a deep breath, and he would just kind of tell me what it represents. And he slowly worked up through all of them, bringing attention to them. And it was so spiritual and incredible because I was like, you can control the energy and you can feel the it with your hands. Like if you're sitting with your feet like planted on the floor firmly and you take a deep breath and kind of like lift your hands up and just really just feel the energy. You can feel it coming up, and you can also push it down as well. And it's, a, it's actually, like, it's a crazy experience. Do that right now if you can. It's incredible. And as I was working out the chakras, it became more and more, like, um, prominent. And I could actually, like, it, you know that plankton that lights up in the water mm-hmm. when you put your hand through it? It looked like that in my mind's eye where my hands were going. It was all, like, lighting up, and I could see all this swishy stuff, and it was, like, actually incredible. And yeah, since the... That. Since that moment, I've just been obsessed. I've just been looking into it as much as I can. Um, and then that kind of led on to kind of a more spiritual awakening, I suppose. Mm-hmm. A journey of like learning about spirituality and how it can affect you. And um, there's... Uh, this might be completely off topic, but it's the next thing that came to my brain, so I'm going to just say it. Uh, okay. No, go on. Oh, yeah, I was just going to ask a little bit more about this because there will be people listening who are like, oh my goodness, what's he doing? Um, what am I doing? Yeah, well, no, just... Oh, people, right. <laughs> what is he talking about? People who, uh, you know, are getting more connected, and I think this is happening a lot more now as we're getting a lot more aware and awake. Um, I'm certainly seeing that in my community. And But there are a lot of people who are like, what is the? What is he talking about? What's the point? Um, why? Why are you doing that? What, what's, it, what's it about? It's connecting with yourself and everything else. Well, almost kind of... Well, everything else is yourself, really. Huh. That's what I've learned. Everything you see and reality outside of you is just a reflection of the reality inside of you. Because if everything you see here, all of your senses are being computed in your mind, if you have the ability to control your mind, you have the ability to control reality, which is fascinating. Your reality, yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, you can look at this from so many different perspectives and I think that often when you talk to people it's about the language that you use that makes it accessible for them so some people when we talk about you know your your plankton experience just sounds way out there it's not something that I would be able to do or or even you know why would I want to it sounds scary Mm. um right the way through to we can look at the psychology behind it we can look at you know, science, people like to obviously look at science because um, it proves stuff, right? And But there is a lot of stuff that yet science hasn't yet been able to prove because we don't have ways of measuring it. Um, so what really interests me about the work that you're doing is you're coming from it from, from a spiritual angle, which I really love and I'm with you on it. 
what I know is that a lot of people need to get onto that ledge from a different place that feels a bit safer, which is around um, the study of psychology. Okay. What interests me is that you can do that. So you can show that if you want to have a good day, if you want to feel good, you want to feel better, you can do that. You can change the mm. way you feel. Like you said, through breath, through breathing, through through being present, mm. through mindfulness, through meditation, we can use it, and it's so so powerful. Um, this brings me go on. to identity shifts, mm. which is something um, I knew about for a while, but only fully understood recently, and only actually put into action recently. Um, so, right, so you've got your oh man, this is a tricky place to. There's a lot to explain. So you've got... Right, so... Imagine that you were explaining it to a six-year-old. That's, that's a really good way to think about All explaining right. anything. No, Imagine I'm a six-year-old. Hello, mate. How are you doing? <laughs> Hi. How's it cool. It's great. Good? Well, is it? Well, I don't know. That's what I'm asking you, really. Come on, tell me about this... What are you talking about? Right, Positive. so imagine you're you, yeah? Is that fair to say? I think that's fair I to say think... that I'm you. And what, am I six-year-old? You're you? a very well-spoken six-year-old, I must say. Yeah. Oh, really? Right, anyway. So you're you, and there might be parts of you that you would like to change. There might be a you that you would like to be that you are not yet. So what you can do is you can, um, through kind of practices and, like, exercises shift your identity which is who you are to be better or more desired and it's a common misconception desired by who desired you, by me like yeah. be the okay. person you want to be and it's a common misconception i definitely thought this that like if you want to become a new self you need to get rid of the old self you need to go no i'm killing this old version of me and i'm becoming the new me but that's a really bad way of looking at it because imagine your goal is this wall. Who you want to be is like a wall, yeah? And you're standing on this box. Now, <laughs> cool. nah, 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 hear me okay. out. Your identity is this box, yeah. yeah? And there's a box bigger than this that you want to get on top of. Yeah. By getting rid of this box, yeah. you're not going to be able to climb onto the next box. Yeah. So you need to encapsulate this box and use it and use your experiences and your old thoughts and feelings to climb onto the next one, which will be the next step into getting over this wall or becoming who you want to be and achieving your goals. Hmm. Yeah, I think so. I um, got confused by the boxes because like, obviously I don't want to be a box. Or like stairs, um, even no, like it's, it's a metaphor. <laughs> I know, I get it. So, but let's just make it more tangible. So, if you want to become, I don't know, a really successful business person, or you want to have whatever it is that you're looking to have, could could you explain that instead of the boxes? Okay, right. So, well, I've got my specific identity shift here because i wrote down so i've got um something called the three scenes method which was um created or like i don't even know if he invented it but it was made famous by jose silva who was a mind control kind of fanatic i don't really know the specific terms but the three scenes method is when basically when you go into a meditative state um and i can go into an interesting way that he also um, used in a minute, but go into a meditative state, yeah, and on the left, you visualize you now, or the current scene, the current you, with all of the feelings and emotions 
that hold that like are with you and you see everything in the scene you feel it you're touching you can really like feel all your senses just really like make it as real as you can and feel it as deeply as you can and then there's something called right now right, scratch that that's too complicated but the second scene in the middle did i mention the first one was one of yeah oh yeah look on the left anyway in the middle now you're visualizing yourself taking the steps needed to become who you want to be or where you want to be and you already have an idea of how to do that even if you don't know if it's completely like correct you just visualize yourself doing those things just you you definitely have like somewhat of a clue how to do it or like maybe so visualize your little visualize yourself doing that and how that feels and you're you know you're proud of yourself for doing all this stuff and all of that stuff and all mm-hmm. the stuff and then on the right that's the desired scene so that's once you've made it you've like got a nice car you've got the business you've got everything you wanted you're chilling like in your mansion looking out over the view or whatever and you have all the feelings do feel feel nice. and then what you can do is you like compile it all into like a ball of energy mm-hmm. yeah and then take a deep breath in and then with a sharp exhale send it up to your higher self nice. and then that's just like it's sorted you don't need to continuously affirm it because if you do this all the time all you're doing is like proving to yourself that you are not that. Yes. Do you know what I mean? If you affirm the same thing every day, the only thing you're actually affirming is that you need to be affirming because you are not the thing that you're trying to affirm yourself to be. So then you're in a place where you're ready to receive. You just you need to trust coming, yourself. You know it's coming and you're ready to receive. I've already experienced like crazy shifts and it's well, only been like a few days. You're Mr. Manifester anyway, aren't you? You're like super good at this stuff. Isn't it? Because I'm... Um... <laughs> I don't know why you're crying. The English doesn't work. Anyway. Great. I learned so, about. Oh, no, no. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just, I'm just sort of slowing us down. So. Yeah, I need to slow down. Slow down. So, um, share with us then. What is it? What is this? Basically, uh, you're going to. So I share mine. Yeah, go on. Do you know what I want? What? Piece of land. Nice. Nice piece of land. And um, that's it, really. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. I mean, Obviously, I'd like a roof over my head and um, a couple of goats. So, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> nice. I don't know exactly where I want to be. There's quite a lot to it. I know I want... Sorry, I'm interrupting you again. The thing about it is you've got to know what you want. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know because you've got, you have a vision, at least. You know vaguely where you want to be. And if you can work towards that, the vision will become clearer the closer you get to it. Because if it's really far away, you're not going to be able to see it so clearly. You know? No. And then there's this whole thing, isn't there, is that if, you, if you're kind of fixated on what you want and then it changes and then you think, oh, no, now what? But it doesn't really matter, does it? Uh, I've never experienced that. No. I've been so set on what I want from the beginning, to be honest. It kind of contradicts what I just said about not wanting them. But like, I know that I want to go be very successful with music, have a lot of money, to be honest. What are you going to do with the money? Because that's the other thing, isn't it? Is you know you can't manifest money unless you know what it's for. Because it's not really money we're ever manifesting. Is no. It? The thing that makes us it, it's money that allows us to feel something because we can access something that we can't access without it. I want to give because you give, well, you get what you give, mm-hmm. and if you hate someone and you really don't like them. And you're feeling all these negative emotions towards them, like, oh, I really don't like this person. That hate 
<clears throat> that hate is affecting you more than and other not, person. And, and not them at all, really. Exactly. Like, if you're sat at home hating somebody, but even they're if, not affected in the slightest. <laughs> so if you love someone, even if they hate you, yeah. you're feeling love. Yeah. You're winning. So if you give, if you... If you... <sighs> Well, I think you made the point. Yeah. And, you know, it's true. If we're walking around with love in our hearts, then, you know, we can't go far wrong. There's a really beautiful Hawaiian prayer called Ho'oponopono. It might have been Ho'oponopono. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And, um, and I've used this a lot myself and also with my clients in saying <coughs> over and over again, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And you say it again and again. And it's a clearing prayer. Really great for doing the full manifestation because it clears you of all of that. You know, you're talking about hating or any strong um, feelings, feeling guilty, feeling um, bad about something. And the prayer really works. So I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Saying it again and again. Just know, do it for a week. See what happens. And giving out love is the most efficient, effective way to um, increase your vibration and rise up the level of consciousness or just heighten your level of consciousness. And isn't that a wonderful thing? If everybody was to do that, what a different world would be living in. Yeah, it would be crazy. And there's so much, isn't there, in the world that <clears throat> is against that. You know, if you think, if you look at the media, look at how, you know, what's being streamed into our phones every single day is about yeah. fear is it, it's fear it's you know be afraid of this this is happening um and we can't do anything from a place of fear so we have to all of us take responsibility for shifting that fear and to do that we have to choose love you can't have love and fear in the same place mm. i think people people love to complain as well on social media specifically where everyone's opinion matters it it like it's so easy to just vent and complain and complain and obviously that's like putting ideas in other people's mm. brains and when an idea or a thought here's something i learned if a thought whether because you don't conjure thoughts thoughts go to you so when a thought appears you have the choice whether to act on it and you have a choice whether to like encompass it and feel it and when you attach a thought to a feeling, even if it's a negative one, it will become um an... Is it? It's not I've written it down. I have written it. No. Yeah, but then we act on it, don't we? So then there's a behaviour. Oh, it is in I've written down, sorry, I found it. It okay. says incoming thoughts become outgoing when you attach a feeling. So if someone says, Oh, you suck at music to me, and I'm like, yes. What? No, I don't suck at music. Yeah. That reaction to it is making me believe it because I'm attaching a feeling to the thought and humans love feeling. We're addicted to feeling because yes. we're feeling creatures. So if someone says something negative or even you have a negative thought about yourself, you can make the decision not to act on it and then that will prevent you from actually starting to believe it. Absolutely. And it's, you know, I want to pick up on what you said about the addiction thing. Absolutely right. So we're addicted to negative emotions because we're hardwired for negative emotions because we're hardwired for survival. Mm. So we're looking constantly for the negative because if we can find the negative, then we're prepared for mm. the fight, right? 
So we're doing that all the time. And we are, we're addicted to that. There's all, there's a hit that we get in our hormones um, that that um, makes us want to find more of it. So we're looking for feeling bad. We're looking to find the moment where we can feel shame or we can feel anger or, or whatever it is. And each of us have a different one that we're addicted to as well. So for me, it's sadness. Mm. I know that I'm addicted to all that deep sadness. Um, and realizing that you have that part of you that is constantly looking for it is the first step. Because once you know what it is, you can interrupt it. That's really interesting. I didn't know that different people had different feelings mm-hmm. that they were addicted to. I'm not so sure. you, you'll see that some people, you know, automatically will become angry mm-hmm. when things happen. Well, that anger is a comfortable place for them to be because they've been feeling this all their life. This is like, yeah, I know now. I'm ready for the lion. Yeah. I'm ready to fight that lion because I'm feeling that I've prepared myself. Um, and for other people, like I said, it's sadness or it might be shame or, you know, but they're all negative emotions. Once we're aware of that, when we're in that space where we feel like we're feeling something really big and we think, I can change that. And that's what you were saying about using your meditation practice. You can change that by coming back to breath, by making yourself aware of what's really going on. Because those thoughts actually aren't real, are they? Thoughts mm. are just thoughts. I always think about looking in a, in a massive cupboard or, or a wardrobe of clothes right and you've got all these clothes lined up in the, on the hangers that to me is what thoughts are there's so many of them there's like oh you can sift through them and pick one that you're gonna you know attach yourself mm. to or you can leave it there and just let it be you, you don't have to why would you choose to wear a lot of my clothing you don't want to wear right why would you choose to wear a t-shirt that you hate right what you said a minute ago brought me on to um the practice that i've started doing literally yesterday well, I have a timer set for every hour on my phone and you just want to stop for one minute and just focus on my breathing. Mm-hmm. And what that does, it, it's, it's called like the wake up or something. I don't really know. But it kind of, not only is it just kind of giving you a meditation every hour, which is always cool. Um, it helps you not react habitually to thoughts, which means you can... Um, not react to negative thoughts you might have reacted to before habitually you can be more aware which is kind of what meditation does mm-hmm. yeah and, the, and on a lot of retreats you have that there's a gong that sounds and everybody stops talking and just takes a minute oh wow yeah to, to recenter that's cool yeah what a great thing that you're doing that you know with your phone i've never thought of doing that i love that i might Try. Yeah, it's, it's proven to be quite nice. Actually. We could have a family bell. Yeah. <laughs> everyone stop talking. To be fair, you could ask like Alexa. <laughs> no, everyone gets so annoyed. Really. No, I wouldn't. I'd love it. Yeah. I mean, I've already got a time. Well, I, mean, I think it's really good to actually to be interrupted um, to, to remember. Come back yeah, to just remind yourself. Wow. Really. So you've been, you know, you've been doing some really big work, haven't you, on yourself, clearly. Yeah. What? So what are you noticing um, the differences? My ability to take action. It's not like, so there's, you have, I don't know, I've written it here, I believe. So there's um, inner intention and outer intention or outward intention and inward, whatever. Um, And inner intention is like, I must do this in order for this to happen. I must force myself to do this so I can get this. But outward intention is just, having complete faith and trust that these things will manifest themselves. And because you have such a strong belief that these things 
will just happen. You act in accordance to it without having to force yourself to do it, which is. Which is what? A lot of words meant to come out there, but none of them did. Which is good. Yeah, it's pretty good. So yeah, my taking action. I woke up this morning. I did um two exercises. Might been three. One of them was um it was focusing on the hour intention, thinking about the goal, and just focusing how it can manifest itself. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the second step of that process is thinking about how it will how it's good for other people as well mm-hmm. how it like um improves other people's lives as well as your own and how that makes you feel how that mm-hmm. makes them feel and really like put yourself in these scenes feel everything look at everything conjure up as much <laughs> conjure up as much detail <laughs> as you possibly can so and it's layering it and all those layers is so important brilliant i'm really excited to see what happens now and then okay after that so this is an exercise that can help you heighten your consciousness you Kind of sit, just be comfortable, just relax, and then put your hand on your heart and just think of a person and visualize them happy and smiling, and then send them a ball of love from your heart to their heart, and it makes you feel good inside. I feel good inside just you talking about it. Yeah, it's nice, and then that's a good way to start my day. I was so happy. I went downstairs. I ate toast like it was nothing. I shoved that down my mouth, and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so I usually I would struggle with eating. I find it. I, I mean, I still find it a bit difficult, but. I found it a lot more difficult this morning. I didn't even have to think all that toast. Nice. Got it in me. I'm loving this idea of us all. Think about everybody just sending balls of love. If you can make every interaction with another person a win-win, yeah. then well, nothing can go wrong. I love it. This is, I mean, there's nothing bad, is there, about any of this? It's all this good. It's all, all really well. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, I say thanks like I thought of it. Yeah, cool. So, um... Where am I at? Where am I at then? Oh. I'm in a right mess. Oh. I'm not at all. Um, but yeah, been going, I, I'm going to talk about it. Been going through some real rubbish hormone stuff with the old perimenopause, which I know that a 17 year old boy doesn't know anything about, but I think 17 year old boys should know about it. Because there are boys. One day I will go into perimenopause. <laughs> well, but you will have a partner who is, or potentially have a partner. And it's huge. And it wasn't talked about when I was younger at all. And it's horrible. Mm. I just, I'm just putting that out there. I know that you're blazing over and you're like, oh, God, this is really no, I'm listening. middle-aged mother stuff. But it's really huge. Did you know that, um, that um, the suicide rate for women during perimenopause just spikes really, really high? Oh, wow. So many women are depressed because their hormones are not you probably great. don't know this, it's just natural and it's really interesting the other thing is that my learning is um thinking about women's cycles so 28 day cycles you know you have a girlfriend right i do and she has a period every 28 or so days but what's really interesting is that's the only bit that we talk about we don't talk about all the stuff that happens during that cycle and how amazing it is for manifesting for and um, getting work done for you know there are times when she, she needs to be resting that's times where she's going to be like so full of energy um and did you know that this is a piece of exciting and in, interesting that i'm gonna yeah if when women all come together and live together all of their cycles sync up right still so have periods at the oh, same time yeah. even better than this if they're living without um what's it called light like uh what are those 
like electric light. lights. Yeah. <laughs> like if it was just natural light that they didn't have electricity, they would sync up with the moon. Wow. Yes. Pretty and fun. that's when women work on this 28-day cycle. We're different every day or every sort of every phase. Men work on a 24-hour cycle. So I've been learning all about how women who are working in um, in businesses, in, in corporate life, are working to a man's cycle, 24-hour cycle. And they're women, right? So we don't work like that. I wanted to tell you that because I think it's really important. Even oh, though cool. you're looking at me smug, like, what's going on it's really important, Elias. You're a bloke and you need to know about it. You might be employing people at some point. I will. Um, I want you to understand that women work differently to men and you can get the very best out of women if you work with their cycles, including in relationships too. Okay, I've lost Elias by talking about perimenopause. <laughs> <laughs> you know, understandable. No, no, I feel so bad. Yeah, you should. So what's the future hold for you, Ilias? Because um, are we going back to college? What are we doing? Well, the thing is, I'm about to hop on a one-way trip to Cyprus. Yeah. And I have a query that I'm just not going to want to come back. Okay. Okay, so this might be our final podcast. Is that what you're saying? No, we can podcast away from you. Are you going to take this with you then? Mike? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, because I, I don't know if the, the recording environment will be very optimal. Oh, it's going to be relatively hot over there. Yeah. I don't, I don't mean temperature-wise, I just mean like reflection-wise. Like, I'm going to have to hang on like blankets and everything around the room to sound reflection so the recording is as clean as it can be. Because for those of you that don't know, I make music, and I need everything sound-wise to be so perfect. For those of you that don't know. I make music. But yeah. The thing is, it's my last year of free education. Yeah. So it would be good to capitalise off that. But what if I just went to Cyprus and ended up working with, like, Dad or something? Oh, God. So you're not coming back, are you? I don't know. It's a bit... I don't know. It's actually been, like, racking my brains a little bit. Okay. Wow, what a, what a way to tell your mother. Yeah, I know. On a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's not... It's not definite, obviously. No. I'm kind of on the line. Yeah, well, let's see, do we? What, like, what, yeah. what life brings next? And maybe we can Zoom a podcast or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's probably it. We got to 30 minutes. And that's yeah. our usual. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Well, it was very exciting listening to all of your spirituality. Thank you. And um, I'm excited to see what happens next. Thank you. I'm excited. To, I'm glad to hear about your very menopause. <laughs> Oh, bye, bye, everybody. Oh. Bye, bye. Goodbye. Oh. Uh, oh, no, the voice break. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you want to keep up to date with the next episodes, then be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this and follow us on Laura Jessica Walker on Instagram. And also TikTok.